Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Up and at him. It's that time. What time is it? Kentucky Roll Call. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. With Walker and Roush. We are two wild and crazy guys. Hello, everyone. Happy Tuesday to you. May 18th, 2021. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Kalen here on your Tuesday morning. Hope you're having a great start to your day. Thanks for tuning in. And what's up, folks? Hey. Hey. I like like seeing you dressed up for an appraisal, TJ. Thanks. Makes me think of a world where, you know, hey. More so golf, but yeah. Oh, nice. Just, you know, it's I good, do, it's good I, to get a little spiffy. I do have a few appraisals today, too, though. I was thinking you looked like golf. Funny, well, normally I like to wear pants if I'm, if I was just, if I wasn't golfing today, I'd be wearing pants. But it's going to be warm. Out. Is uh, it going to clear up this afternoon enough for you to? I thought it wasn't even supposed to rain today, but I, who, who knows, man. Scatter showers, it's hard to predict. Yeah. You get the, I was expecting it to rain all last night, instead I cut my grass. I haven't really gotten the, uh, like, Hey, it's summer. Oh, it's raining. It's nice. It kind of feels a little bit better for a little bit. And then literally like the second the sun comes back out, it's just like you're in this almost thick, such thick humidity. It's like you almost feel like you can, it's tougher to walk you in. You chew it. Yeah. yeah. So I haven't experienced that so far, which has been kind of nice, but uh, I don't know what the weather's supposed to do today. Do have a few appraisals and then going to try to get out there and play nine a little bit later this evening. Just so. some scattered rain. Only about a 20% shot. Okay. I keep putting in my area code, and it wants to take me to Buabuda, West Java, Indonesia, which that weather looks pretty nice. A little nicer than it probably is in Lowell. You should try golfing there. I would like that, yeah. yeah. That would that would be, uh, okay, 15% chance this afternoon. High of 79. Ain't too shabby, folks. Uh, I could go use my big Xports Radio golf cart and probably enjoy my afternoon, which you can get yours at BigXportsRadio.com, by the way. Limited supply. You can play some of the nicest courses in southern Indiana, in the area. They're uh, they're they're nice. They're really, really good. And uh, you can call, too, 812-725-1457. Elk Run, Old Capitol, Chariot Run, Valley View, Christmas Lake, Santa Claus, Indiana, under $25 a round. So if you're like me, you're going to try to get out there today. Check out the Big X Sports Radio golf card. Uh, did you have a good Monday evening, Roush? I did until I watched the Jeopardy Tournament of Champions. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, I knew you were going to have an issue with this. Ryan. The the guy a little too animated for you, having a little too much fun. Oh, shove him in a locker. Get that nerd out of here. Fun police. I mean, just the smugness. I actually don't even, I don't mind the celebrations as much, but the, I've got a daily double. Let me start by saying, (laughs) I'm an American historian. I'm going all in. Like, dude, get the hell That's out of here awesome. with that. Jeopardy, Jeopardy needs more of it. Such L- a dork. Loved it. Go to your ice cream socials at Gettysburg College, you nerd. God forbid you have somebody with a little animation. It's the Tournament of Champions, Roush. This is the big co- kit and caboodle. And the dude backed it up. Backed it up. He was right. He was right. He was right. If you didn't see Jeopardy last he, night. He, he did. Like, okay, I'm, I'm, 
So here's the thing. You're talking I, about the contestant, not the host, right? Yeah, no, no, not Buzzy. R- Ryan's his name. The host this, was a little animated too. I didn't hate that. I, I like Buzzy. Yeah, he's, and he's got a he's got a fun look about him. I'm just convinced I'm not going to dislike a Jeopardy host at this point. They're all doing pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Um, but as for the Ryan guy, you're like I do like that. I'm going to hate him for the rest of this tournament of champions, and I need I need good villains. Yeah, well, he, he's he's, a good a, he's into the next round. That was pretty impressive. Uh, I was just getting dominated. Don't know why. Yesterday was a bad Jeopardy day for yeah, me. The first one wasn't too bad. I didn't think. Second one was hard. I actually did a little better on the second oh. one. First one, I like. I was almost just decided to turn it off and quit playing. It was so embarrassing for me because I g- felt like I had answers right, and then it'd just be something completely different. There's a guy who from Louisville that's going to be in the Tournament of Champions. Dale Steve Molds. He was a three-time winner. Will compete. Uh, let's see what day do they have when he'll play. It doesn't have the date in the Courier Journal article. Um, yeah, but still, oh, actually it's tonight. So yeah, Steve Molds tonight, 730. Let's go, Steve. Yeah, go, Steve. You got this. Yeah. Unless he's a no good for nothing cards fan. Am I right? Just kidding. It's all right, Steve. You go ahead. I want 85 grand on the show. Not too shabby. Huh. Not that, that, too shabby. That'd be nice. Oh, did you see Will of Fortune? I did not. $100,000 winner. Oh, man. Whenever so they the... popped off the confetti. But my first thought, and Hannah was like, why would this be your first thought? Was, oh, if she would have won the million plank, she would have won a million dollars. Like, but it is true. Like, you know, it's just, that's why it's Wheel of Fortune. It's not Wheel of, this is what you're going to end up winning. Yeah. It's Wheel of Fortune. And, uh, yeah, hundred and they did the confetti and all that. And, of course, Pat was a jerk. Was like, well, it's going to take forever to clean up. You're not cleaning it up. Pat's the worst. Yeah, you're He's just uh, you're really insulting the people that are going to have to clean it up, and yeah, it probably let's, will let's take ruin, a long time. There's confetti literally day. everywhere. Is that yeah, first thing he said? Is a hundred thousand dollar winner on Wheel Fortune Rear? Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's a they shoot off confetti it's a when big deal. the pandemic was happening, full force, and that was like the only new TV or good TV we really had on. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, we had that simulated tournament. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, uh, out of the. Three months or so that I watched Wheel of Fortune, I think I only saw one hundred thousand dollar winner. They they really don't happen often. I think I can only remember one other one. I remember one million dollar winner. They the, started the season with that like two or three seasons ago. They'll have like most times the the final thing. It's like twenty seven. It's a weird number, like twenty seven thousand. Yeah, thirty four thousand seems to pop up. They only have one. So you know, on like the final spin, the yeah. when if you make it to the, the to the finale and they do the final spin. There's one little letter or number or the uh, little Amsterdam. Ampersand? Ampersand, yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, Anyways, only one of them has the 100,000. So how many little things are there on there? Probably 50. Yeah. So you got like a 1 in 50 chance of even landing on it. Then you still have to get the puzzle right. Uh, And his uh, their puzzle was pretty easy. It was talking with mom, and talking was pretty much all up there. And with was clear. But mom was completely blank. I was like, talking with you! Talking with you! But she first said talking with mom, and that was right. So I think I would have gotten there in time if, like, you know, she said that and it was wrong. I mean, how many three-letter words yeah, you can know, you it was think talking of? with yeah. somebody. Mom, <laughs> dad, you. That's me, it. exclamation point. Pop. <laughs> he said me, exclamation point. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of different options. So there's your Jeopardy Wheel of Fortune updates that you all look forward Ooh. to each and every morning. I'm really looking forward to this update. Uh, it's with Hoosier Dingus' Hoosiers. Uh. 
I, I just heard TJ not congratulate you this morning. Did C- not USA. C-U-S-A. This was a national title and you lost to the Thundering Herd? That's right. We did. From Marshall? Yeah. We're like the Thundering Turds of Indiana. I was telling my losers. I was telling my roommate last night because he doesn't really get the whole college soccer thing. But I, I was telling him I was like, this is probably the equivalent of like Texas A and M beating like a Duke or Kentucky in the championship for basketball. I mean, it was it was a pretty big upset. It's also Conference USA, so it's even more embarrassing. If we're is being it frank, is it though? TJ. Because Kentucky plays in Conference USA, Nick. So is it embarrassing? I mean, or is it a respectable loss? No, Conference USA in soccer is okay, folks. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, so it would be like losing to, let's call it Butler. Because Big East is okay. I'll say it's like losing to DePaul. Ooh, oh, there we go. For some yeah. reason, that one stings so yeah. much more. <laughs> we'll go with DePaul. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the, the crappiest thing about it, and this was the national championship, the crappiest or the best thing about it, it was such a broken garbage play. Like, did it go in that first time? That's what I want to know. No. Like, do they do VAR in college soccer for the big games? I don't think so. I know they don't do it in the regular season, but I don't know if in the championship if you could challenge or something like that. But, like, it, dude kicks it, deflected. He gets it back, kicks it again, deflected. Maybe goes in but hits the side of the post. Indiana's defenders are just like, oh, my gosh, I just need to get – where is this ball? And then a Marshall guy comes in and slips in just buries it in the back of the net. It was just it, like one, if one Indiana guy can just get his foot on it, you're safe, you're out of danger. And yeah. instead, it just seems like it keeps finding people in this green is an and, and white. Too. It's overtime, yeah. so it's golden goal. Nil, uh, nil. Yep. As they say in the biz. Yep. And uh, Kentucky lost a heartbreaker to Marshall earlier this season. Uh, Kentucky and Marshall were like classes of the Conference USA. So Kentucky men's soccer, I don't feel like it's terribly far off. IU denied their ninth championship, so they're stuck on eight there. And Marshall with an absolutely colossal upset. Pretty exciting. That just uh, That's going to be a big deal for folks at Marshall, I'm sure. So We have been stuck on eight for, I think, since 2012. Oh, welcome to our world. We've had, we have had four opportunities to win the damn thing and just could not get it done. Mm. But real shame. Yeah. So alas, T's, T's and P's to our Hoosier friend there. If it wasn't, if it wasn't a loss, I'd have been okay staying up so late. But the fact that I stayed up so late, so what time? Four what, loss. What time did it end? Huh, it was close to midnight. See, I'm gonna it really to want to stay up for that Lakers Warriors game tomorrow. Uh, same. It's just, it's same. Just probably ain't gonna happen if I'm just gonna shoot myself straight. Yeah, that's the worst. I, we, you said that before we came on the air. And then I brought up to Roush, I was like, it was a UK-Utah game that didn't start till a little after just 11 o'clock. And, uh, and then Kentucky goes on and loses to a bad Utah team. And then Roush reminded me that it was signing day the next day. So it was on a Wednesday. So the signing day happened that morning. And it was just oh, a so marathon of staying right. away. Mm-hmm. Um, but, hey, we do have NBA games tonight, though. Yeah, instead of UK doing like a Thursday, Saturday Vegas thing, they were like, ah, we're going to make you get there a little, little earlier. Yeah, who sure. wants to be in Vegas four days? Nobody. Oh, and I had a take about that, uh, but I will save it for another. We'll save it for later in the show. What were you going to say? Uh, playing games tonight. Yes. 6.30, that's not late. We get some East Coast. Mm-hmm. They're finally catering to us, kind of, sort of, in a way. Well, not it's really. A East, it's East Coast teams. Yeah, Charlotte Pacers. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, little Lamella, little PJ Washington versus... Trevor's Pacers, Socket Pacers. Yeah. Who don't they like hate their coach or something like that? Do you remember that happened a few weeks ago where they were 
actively fighting him on the bench? Uh, I don't. It's a very awkward situation up there, uh, from what I understand. And uh, Wizards Celtics in the nightcap, uh, still not used to Russell Westbrook playing for them. I just assume that John Wall is a wizard. Yeah, the Cel- that's, that's how you know sometimes. Like, on the one hand, playoff basketball is exciting, but on the other hand, too many teams make the, the playoffs in the NBA because Boston's pretty much just, like, mailed it in. Yeah, Jalen Brown got hurt, so... Yeah, well, kinda... maybe they've just been in cruise control just to get to the playoffs, and, and they may try to see if they've got anything left. But they'll they'll play in the seventh, eight game, so the winner of that game will be your seven seed and will take on the two seed, not the 76ers, not the Bucks. Who is the other one in there that's good? Nets. There we go. So yeah. it could, could be Boston Nets. That'd be kind of exciting. What's really annoying is that the loser of Wizards Celtics isn't completely eliminated. No, I like that. I mean, that's that's the... That's the advantage of finishing seventh or eighth, is that you you get two chances. So how many of the four teams in each conference are in the playoffs? Is it two or three? Two will make it. Okay. Two will not. So, okay. But they pair the, up, nobody they, gets eliminated tonight, though, right? No, no. whoever loses Hornets, Pacers, their season is over. Okay. They're done. Okay. Yeah. So what happens is whoever wins Wizards-Celtics is your seventh seed. They're out of the play-in tournament. Whoever wins Hornets-Pacers moves on. They're not in yet. Loser Wizard Celtics plays the winner of Hornets Pacer. Winner of that game gets the eight. Loser eliminated. So, all right. I'm glad there's at least one game that can be an elimination game because I, I know in the Lakers Warriors case, that's not a loser leaves town game. No. One of the whoever loses that one. No, but it's kind, of a, it's kind of a big deal uh, in that game, even in its own right. Because, again, winner gets seventh. And then if the Lakers were to lose, I don't think they will, but if the Lakers were to lose, then you're going to probably most likely end up with Lakers the eight seed versus the number one seed Jazz, which would be pretty hilarious because the Lakers would be huge favorites in that series. Hilarious. Which the like Jazz how are number uh, one seed too? That it's, was John, John Stockton ain't they, walking through that door. Guess what? They beat the Suns out for a game. Who would have predicted that? Hey, the Jazz Suns are going to win the Jazz. West by by one game. And over the Jazz the, have been good. And, and over that, over Devin Booker's Suns that have just been nothing but hapless the last however many years. Yeah. The Jazz have been good, but like one seed good in the West with how loaded the West is, it was it was obviously a, a surprise there. So even though you're right, it would be more fun if it was like, oh my gosh, LeBron's season could end in the playoff. Play-in games technically could happen. If they were mm-hmm. to lose to the Warriors, then they'd be in the situation that we're talking about. But uh, seeding, it matters. And it's kind of I, – I like the play-in tournament. I wasn't crazy about because I was like, we're adding more teams to the NBA playoffs. Oh, my gosh, we need to go the other way. But once they've come to grips with like, all right, Who we cares? don't really care yeah. about the regular season, yeah, then fine. fine. Yeah. You know what? Cool. Which I, I think when you talk about the Jazz being the one seed and the Suns at two, probably means you, you, you tried to shoehorn in too many games after you had a truncated season last go around, you know. Maybe, maybe why are you playing all the way till now? Felt 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 a little unnecessary to play all those games because yeah. you were going to let a buttload of teams in regardless. So didn't didn't need all that. Well, I think a lot of teams, you know, players noticed that and sat out accordingly in in, in games. But we'll see. There, I think the Jazz are going to be able to have the most fans at their games in playoffs, Ooh. which was interesting. Uh, I Jazz do, fans notoriously uh, ruthless too. They're pretty rowdy. Yeah, pretty, pretty rowdy. Yeah, bunch. now like when they're mean, they're mean in like a uh, like they don't curse, you know. Mm-hmm. Like they're just gonna be nasty to you, but without saying the the bad words. Yeah, they're like you know, it's like a like a seventh grade mixer. I'm sure is pretty rowdy, but it's good, clean fun, you know. 
As long as there's enough room between you and the Holy Spirit. I think that's similar to like a jazz basketball game. Gotcha. Like it's rowdy. You don't want to play uh, Old Town Road. <laughs> All the kids, will, everybody will get way too excited about it. But uh, yeah, they they will be loud and they will be they will be rooting on old Donnie Mitchell. And uh, but it gets started tonight in the Eastern Conference. And can we start looking ahead to basketball season because Kentucky adds a Wheeler. To the roster, we all basically knew it, so it takes a little bit of like the, oh my gosh, we could talk about this for an hour, because yeah. we've been talking about it. We've been convincing, convincing you that this is a good addition. We got to hear comments from him, whether it was talking with Jeff Goodman, and I think he talked with Paul Bianacardi as well, and different stories on different websites. And uh, So this didn't really come as a surprise whatsoever, but it is officially official, Roush. Mm-hmm. What's your first official impressions? First official impressions, didn't know he messed around and got a triple-double. Oh, yeah, first in Georgia history. Yeah. And I remember reaching out to the guy, uh, well, the guy, uh, a Georgia writer, Anthony Dasher, and being like, and he was like, wow, this is Georgia's first triple-double. And everybody was talking about, like, well, it's Georgia basketball. It shouldn't really be that big of a surprise. And I so, chimed in. I was like, hey, you know, Kentucky, much better there. traditionally than Georgia. They just got their first triple-double. It's pretty hard to do. In, in Actually, I, it was uh, – the, I think just the second. Was it the second? Yeah, because there was, was uh, Mills. God, not Cameron Mills. But there, there was one other guy. It was a very random dude in the 80s. Kentucky's, what, Kentucky's yeah. was their second. You're yeah, right. and, yeah, and then Briscoe and Fox got it in like three games. <laughs> yeah. it, it was it was in a bunch. But which one um, was it? Who was it? Fox or Briscoe who actually wasn't actually – it was Briscoe, right? It wasn't really a triple-double. Like they had miscredited some stats, but they weren't going to go back and change. Yes, them. that yeah, yeah. Or was it Fox? I can't remember which. And then one got a legitimate one, like shortly after. It was probably Fox that had the one that they gave him an extra assist or two. Yeah, I don't remember. Superstar could beef could, it up a little bit. Could totally. And I be believe that. that happened in the Bahamas as well. Whenever they beat the snot out of Arizona State, that, that was, was a fun game, game where Monk did the behind the back while like going out of bounds. Yeah, they were just balling out. I watched that game in Jacksonville at the Tax Gator Bowl a few days before that happened. We were at a Mexican restaurant on the uh, on the river. I think I just watched that bad boy at home. La Napolera. Is, oh, is that it? Had to be. Uh, yeah, down at the landing? Yeah. Yeah. That place is big dumb. Glad they tore it down. Yeah. Yeah, needed. The other side of that, The if you go to the other side of that bridge... Where yeah. the landing is in Jacksonville, it's awesome. Yeah, we San Marco area. That's where we were staying, but like they had the pep rally stuff over at the landing, so we just, you know, yeah, that area used to be really cool. Yeah. What happened to it? Uh, just got people just, like you left town. It, a bunch of kids started showing up. There was like a bar there, and it just got run down. Nobody wanted to go there anymore. But they're gonna like they're gonna do something cool with it. I think Shad Khan's gonna probably fund it all. They also had a. Uh, hmm. Like a shooting at a video game tournament over there. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, not a great, they were yeah a Madden tournament. Not a great, uh, not a great look. So that went by the wayside. But Georgia, Georgia basketball, uh, Severe Wheeler back to him. I, I I did have to. I didn't see that much pushback, Terry. No, I think, I think fans have come around on it. Most of them. There is a weird and I and, and, and I'm sorry to interrupt, yeah, but no, you're fine. I just do want to say if you are nervous about it, if you think, hey, he's five eight, the turnover numbers, the shooting numbers, I I, I I'm seeing more of instead of people freaking out because I think they were kind of like they realized it was a little ridiculous. 
I'm all right if you're worried about the fit. I, mm-hmm. I think you can make – I mean, you've got stats to back you up. I think you can make solid cases of why you're worried about it. I'm just not. I'm really excited about it. I've talked myself into it even more than I already had. Uh, that's exactly what Kentucky needs. Dude can break down a defense. He's an awesome passer. Right, and they need a good passer. They've got lots of shooters. I uh, I, I, I did want to – like, I don't like the advanced numbers – I, don't, I just don't understand them that much. But when you tell me, uh, so there's a guy named Bart Torvik. Mm, like, Bart, yeah, everybody knows everybody Bart. Everybody knows Bart, yeah. yeah. He's one of these big numbers of guys. And by factoring Wheeler into the roster, Kentucky went from 14 to, to 20th. Which, I don't know how his numbers work, but I know how rankings work. And that's very easy. Now, th- it's easy for me to understand. Now, the other rankings that your Jeff Goodmans, your Rothsteins, they've moved up, but analytics moved them down. So I, I get where he could be an analytics nightmare because of the – but I'm going to write that off as that's Tom Cream basketball and get in the right system, the right fit, where he doesn't have to be the best player on the team and do everything, then I think he can be a much more serviceable point guard. I, I get it that, like, you know – Numbers are the numbers, and these people have their formulas, and it, 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 you don't really complain about it. You just punch it in, and what it does is what it does. But in a scenario that you drop back six spots in adding an all-SEC point guard that led the league in assist, led the league in assist-to-turnover ratio, and uh, was top five steals. in the NCAA and was, all that as well. He was high well. in steals, too. High yeah. in steal. Like How that could drop you back six spots makes no sense. Like that, you have, you got a broken system if if that's what your computers are doing. Well, wind shares. Is that Georgia Stoke? Wind shares, <laughs> silly, silly. So I like the addition, and I'm already, again. You can make cases if you're a little nervous about it. I, I don't think you can really make a case that this is bad, like that this isn't going to be a good thing. Because at a minimum, if you do think Wheeler's going to stink, then eventually Ty Ty is going to run the show, right? And then you, Grady is perfectly fine playing the two. And then you bring CJ Frederick or Dante Allen in to be your three, and boom, you got a shooter out there on the floor, uh, a 40 plus percent shooter on the floor well, right then and there. Easy and if you got injuries or foul trouble, you know, uh, Frederick's, he can handle the ball well enough to, to run the offense in a pinch. Yeah, I don't want that though. You don't want that to be the don't want the, that the constant at all. thing. But that's that... why I still would like them to add one more ball handler. And it's really hard to explain Davion this on the, on the tweeter. Mints would be perfect. Right. That that's like the best thing that realistically you could get. Because I don't think you can even get a player of Mints caliber to come in. One, you may ruffle feathers that you already got. Right. Two, you may that player may not exist where they want to come into the situation. But Mints, obviously familiar with Kentucky knows the role or how he could look how things could look for him culture you don't you're not messing up anything like yeah so he would be the perfect option I, I'm still not backing off that I think he's going to go and I almost am like a little bit more convinced with just the way the roster looks but the longer it goes on like we talked about yesterday what is he thinking about what is he deciding on but the, what I would do if I'm Kentucky and let's say Mince is gone just for this just for conversation's sake here, I would just go try to find like a three-star point guard, maybe from, doesn't have to be from Kentucky, everybody chill out, but maybe from the region. Gotta be from Kentucky! Somebody from the region that kind of 
looks up to Kentucky basketball, appreciates Kentucky basketball, knows it's maybe a little higher than where they thought they were going to be playing, so they're going to embrace the opportunity. And I try to just get a little guard like that in the into the program or a wing player, but somebody that can handle the ball and basically say, listen, I hope you know when you commit here, freshman year ain't going to – we've got other players. Now, you could surprise us. You're going to get your fair chance, and if you end up blowing up, we're going to play if you can help us. Like a Dominic Hawkins. Who, when would you ever not want a Dominic Hawkins? But think of Dominic Hawkins' freshman year expectations. It's a little tricky for him because he ended up being a really important player freshman year. Like he goes in the a NCAA games, tournament yeah. and helps Kentucky win. Yeah, absolutely. So that, I know, I'm just talking about what we thought Dominic Hawkins would be coming into his freshman year. And that's somebody that really probably wasn't going to get a lot of playing time. That's what I would want to do if I'm Kentucky. Go find a three-star guard somewhere. I don't care if they're committed somewhere. See if they would rather take on the opportunity, be a backup at UK. And honestly, it'd be risk-free for that player as well because with the free transfer rule, you know, I don't know if I'm Kentucky if I'd be advertising it, but you could say, listen, come take a chance here. We want you down the road, not this one year, but if you come here one year and you hate it or you just feel like you, you're being misused, or then you can go. You can go anywhere else you want. But I just want one more ball handler because knowing Kentucky's luck, and thanks a lot, frickin' Mingus, it, Wheeler will have a sprained knee or Ty Ty will have a high ankle sprain. And Kentucky's going to have to go long stretches of time where it's like Grady playing the point, which Tyler Thompson has told us he can do. And the highlights I've seen, the games I've watched, I know he can do in a pinch, but you're going to want Wheeler or Washington on the ball, in the ball in their hands constantly. If one of them go down and have to miss extended period of times, you're putting a lot of pressure on the other person without much break, and then take into account foul trouble, it could lead to some dicey situations. I, I don't trust C.J. Frederick in a pinch. I just don't. Dante Allen, I'm not. he's going to have to come a long way for me to think that he could handle the ball, even to like a Deron Lamb level. So... I would try to go one more, but I admit that's selfish. I admit that's hard. It yeah, probably ain't going to happen. Way too selfish. But I'd love – but Davion Mintz would be like the the best case pie in the sky scenario. If you've got Mintz, yeah. then let's rock and roll. You're 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 ready to, uh, also to win a lot of games. I think some of your apprehensions are completely having to do with what happened last year because we saw kind of worst-case scenario. I also will admit that, yeah, like, you know, the 2012 team wasn't the deepest team in college basketball, and you were limited on ball handlers in that regard, too. Totally agree. But what I want, Roush, I just want sure as, as little court. uncertainty as possible. And we, we, I don't want a scenario, and, and there's another scenario. I was, I was watching, I was doing the Pelotron, watching some Oscar highlights. Like, if Oscar gets hurt, I'm, I'm got, I've got concerns. Like, who's going to be your banger? Yeah. I mean, Waddle Ants where? Ooh, I've been watching so much. I'm such a dork, but watching tapes when during the Pelotron, and I know I know who the breakout player is going to be next year. Oh, it sounds. Like and we maybe have already tease. mentioned him, but like I was sounds watching like somebody's. I was tease. watching somebody's highlights, and I was just like, oh my gosh, this person's going to be. And, and I wish Trevor. I don't often say this, but I wish Trevor was here because, like Derek Willis, I was like, hey, you all watch out. He's going to be an important player this year, and I ended up being right. And like Jamal Murray, I was like, he's going to be. He's going to be unbelievable. I was right. Isaiah Jackson, but I was a little late to that party compared to others. But, like, mm-hmm. you know, when I get stars in my eyes, Ooh. 
I often am not wrong. You go cuckoo for Cocoa To Pops? toot my own horn here briefly. So I'll tell you who that's going to be next year for Kentucky basketball. And we'll read some texts. Keep them coming. 502-414-1450. This is KRC on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. It all keeps adding up. I think I'm cracking up. Am I just paranoid? Am I just up? I went to a shrink to add all of my drinks. She says it's like a sex break. Are you the police? No, ma'am. We're Kentucky Roll Call. We're on a mission from God. Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. If you're looking for a large, rare diamond, Genesis Diamonds is the place to go. They've got one of the largest selections of 2 to 10 carat diamonds in stock. That's not just in Louisville. That's not just in Kentucky. That's in the world. Flawless, precious diamonds straight from the diamond cutters offered at direct importer prices. That's Genesis Diamonds. It's all about diamonds on Shelbyville Road and the Shelbyville Road Plaza next to Trader Joe's. Welcome back. KRC here on Big X Sports Radio. Text line 502-414-1450. It is uh, technically summer radio. Graduations all throughout. It's nice seeing high school kids being able to have some graduation. Did you see what happened at uh, Anderson County High School? I did. Very cool. Yeah, that was neat. That was uh, the prom, right? Right, right. They shut down Main Street so they could have prom outdoors. Seemed very, like, rom-com-ish. And oh. I thought that was neat. Yeah, very pretty. They had lights strung up across the street. It's a prom nobody will forget. Oh, yeah, definitely. They uh, DeSales, they had their prom on the football field. Oh, yikes. Do Did people they at least like, let dancing go on and stuff? I think so, yeah. I know Trinity was like, no dancing allowed, which is just silly. I saw some videos of like proms where people were on like football fields, and they're like, this is our prom. No music. We're not allowed to dance. Uh, but they do have cornhole set up over there, and well, we can play frisbee I, over here. I don't, I don't get the no. And we can da- walk the track. The no dancing thing, like you, obviously, if you're at a prom, you're you're close to other people. Oh, it's just so dumb. It's so 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 stupid. Uh, just I imagine did like twenty years being like, yeah, we didn't get to have a prom. It was during the pandemic. Oh, we're like things during like the heat of it. No, no, it's pretty much like winding down. A lot yeah, of states had already re- eased stuff. The archdiocese just took we, away the mask mandate. We hung out with these people every day. Yeah, we were like we sitting in laps on cars and stuff. But yeah, prom we weren't we weren't allowed <laughs> to dance. And I mean, they still. Ended up having a party afterwards. I'm sure that was a grand old time. Yeah, you but. know, there's there a group of parents being like, all right, we got to set something up. Yeah. <laughs> there was a speaking of that. But that so, was awesome from Anderson County. Similar situation. I won't bring up the college just because I'm not trying to get anybody in trouble. But we have a guest staying at the hotel whose son is a gymnast for a pretty big time college. Um, so they had senior night, but the team didn't do a senior night for them. So the parents all flew to where they are, threw them a party. They had this big senior night. All the parents skipped out of town while the team had a huge party after. Nice. Yeah. I just thought it was interesting. So, like, the school didn't throw them a senior night because of COVID. Mm. Most uh, places, 
or at least in the high school ranks, when they did senior night, they did it the first game of the year just to make sure they got it in. Yeah. And didn't have because they didn't know, right? Like yeah, they were doing that for they were doing that for football season. It was really strange. Strange times. Hey, speaking of strange things, I want to know Stranger Things. No, no, no. Another no. Tra- another teaser trailer. Is that coming out this summer? No. Wait, fall? I don't know when Stranger Things. I just saw the trailer. I don't. I don't remember when it was supposedly coming out. We got out, two more previews that they're gonna Internet, release. Not working great today here, Terry. Just as a as a what? Uh, did the sun come up? <laughs> hey, oh yeah. No. All right. Let's uh. Let's talk. I want to know who your breakthrough player is. So I've I've just been. I I don't. I'm not gonna go into this upcoming season like I did last season and be so terribly wrong, Roush, that I contemplate retiring from sports takes. Like that was that was bad. And it, it, listen, we didn't have much to go on with Terrence Clark and BJ Boston, and we didn't have much to go on with Devin Askew, and things kind of happened quick. And then you were wondering if you were even gonna have a season or not. But I, I want to know what Kentucky's gonna look like, or at least be able to have the pieces to have an idea. And uh, gosh, so I've watched all these guys, and I'll keep probably watching some of them. If there's something out there on them, I want to be able to see it. And plus, it's much better than listening to these Peloton people at this point. I, I love Pelotron, but like the the motivation isn't working for me as much as it used to. Oh yeah, it just takes you off. Yeah, yeah. So like I've been muting them. Like Alex Tussaud the... just screams at you for thirty minutes. I don't need that. I I, I like kind of know the routines. Like I know Jess what I'm getting King, into in the works. And there's maybe like times in the final five minutes where it's like, all right, you you know you're calling it's the last me, big you, thing. You're calling me out. Yeah. Fine, I'll give it one more push. But for the most part, unless it's a really good soundtrack, I'll mute it and I'll just put on what's on the TV. Most but. obnoxious person to ever do that, Shanti. Oh, if you've yeah. ever done a Shanti workout, I haven't. That but dude, I've heard. I would just he would kick my ass, but I want to punch him in the face. Mm-hmm. My God, he'd drive you nuts. You want to punch a lot of people in the face? Are well, you, you know that's just how you are you violent guy. I'm, I'm a good old fashioned. Just give him a knuckle sandwich to solve all my problems. Yeah, one right in the kisser, huh? <laughs> <laughs> all right, but uh, power in the kisser. Jacob Toppin's going to be a huge player next year. Just is. Just be ready for it. He's your sixth classic six tool player. Be be ready for Jacob Toppin, probably beating out like Keon Brooks. I, I don't know how because the, the thing about Jacob Toppin is like you got a little ways to go if you really want to be a four, but as a three, is your shot going to be good enough? One, I think his shot's going to get a lot better. And people forget like he hits high degree of difficult shots. Yeah, and, and the you thing don't is, know how the, the hell they go in? No, you don't. It's not the prettiest <laughs> thing in the world. I'll grant you, but like. The only reason Kentucky at times was kind of in that, well, you know, it's a little hyperbole of me to say this, but he had a lot of fadeaway shots in that Louisville game. Do you remember that? And, like, the angle was so high from that stupid camera oh, at the Yum yeah, Center yeah. that it, like, almost, you know, the depth reception was really wonky. It almost looked like Jacob Toppin was floating in time on these fadeaway turnarounds. He, he comes off screens. He catches and shoots. He can knock them down. Needs to do it more consistently, obviously. As a three-point shooter, I know he hit a couple. He hit a few last season. I don't know. I guess I'll need to see that to believe it. But I do think he can be pretty efficient from inside the three-point line. And he's going to be Kentucky's most athletic player. And if you've got somebody like Wheeler, people are and you got people glued to C.J. Frederick or glued to Dante Allen, whoever may be in the game there, and obviously Ty Ty and Grady are going to get attention as well. And I know you can't play with seven people on the court. I'm just talking individually when these people may be on. Toppin's going to be the dude that gets lost, Roush. And if you're going to have Wheeler, one of the best passers in college basketball, keeping an eye on somebody that's lost, you know where Toppin's going to be heading, too. 
towards the rim. I'm pumped about Jacob Toppin. He, he is easily the person that not enough people are talking about. He's so versatile. And two, you know, one thing I don't know, one thing that I'm not going to probably have a good idea unless, one, I can see an open practice, or two, we can hear some reports that we can trust. I don't know what the defense is exactly going to look like for this upcoming season, but I know Toppin's going to be able to play defense. And I know he's going to be somebody that can switch. I know he can guard multiple positions. He doesn't give up on plays. He's a good shot blocker. He can pin anything against the backboard. Get on the Jacob Toppin hopping train, choo-choo, because he's going to be the the most surprising player for Kentucky fans next season. That's a TJ guarantee. So here's where I can buy into this take, TJ. Jacob Toppin, you, you mentioned the degree of difficulty of shots and some of the things he made. But kind of going back to what Chin said yesterday on Kentucky Roll Call, if you didn't hear Chin Coleman, go check it out. It was on yesterday's oh, podcast. Yeah. Great I interview. I saw that KSR had two posts about it. Pretty Man, cool. Yeah, pretty cool. I think cool. only linked one of the podcasts. No, one, but. I put in both of them, definitely. Uh, but he talked about Ty Ty Washington not having any fear. And if there's anything I've learned over, since I started covering UK football over the years, it's like half, probably, I mean, it's it's the little Giants thing. It's 80% mental, 15% physical, or I, I, what does he say? It's... 60% physical, 50% 70% t- hard, 10, 20% skill, it, determination and will. Yeah, it's it's all between the 10% ears. pleasure, 20% pain. It ends up equal and being way over 100%. Way over 100%. <laughs> but in between the ears, having the confidence in yourself that you can make plays is important. And Jacob Toppin is not lacking confidence in the things that he tries to do on a basketball court. Except that I think a lot of where he struggled is he kind of had the Bambi deer look about mm-hmm. him when moving around. He he knew, all right, I this is I'm at point A. This is what I want the end result to be, but I'm not real. The process is a little getting there is a little jumbled. It's not completely fluid, especially with the ball in his hands. Yeah. Because even though he's not a great shooter, he would knock down just enough shots that would get people to run at him on a closeout. You can give him a head fake, go by him, go do something with it. Similar to that kind of first jab set that Isaiah Jackson developed over the years, I think or over the year, I think Toppin can get that and become much more of a threat offensively. Because you know, defensively from hustle, rebounding, block shots, he's going to give you a ton. So I can buy into this offensive in that he has the confidence, but just not necessarily. He hadn't fully developed into his body, and not in the same way that his brother did. I know that that gets brought up a ton, like, uh, but like this is more of a kind of a coordination and. Uh, you know, it's it's the it's the, the 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 freshman sophomore in high school finally figuring himself out at the growth spurt. I think that's part of it for Jacob. Tampa. And I think you're onto it. And and to compare him to his brother is not going to be fair, and it's not going to be very fruitful for Kentucky fans because I think Jacob Toppin's going to be great, and it's going to be fun to watch him. But that's still just you're talking about one of the best players in college basketball for a season. I don't think Jacob Toppin's going to be that good. So he's still going to be really fun to watch. But I think you're right. Is he does such a good job creating for himself without the ball in his hands. It's it's actually really impressive. You, you can make a case maybe he's even better than Dante Allen off the ball. Just needs to find a way to do it with the ball in his hands. And you're right. If it can if he if that jab step can be good enough, if he's 16, 17, 18 feet out, I know people don't love long twos, but uh Knock that shot down if you can get a player to kind of back off a little bit. We've seen him hit shots from that distance frequently. And then guess what? If they're going to overplay it, he's got such long strides. He's so athletic. He takes two steps. He's probably dunking on somebody. And that's an, and I think Wheeler is just a great addition for everybody. 
But I think Toppin as well, as of right now, like I said, Toppin better creating without the ball in his hand. So you got one of the best passers to get it to you. And then two, Wheeler's still going to get inside and he's still going to shoot layups. And it is fair to say, you know, question his finishing. I think he's really crafty to be able, like it's, he is underrated in the idea of how he can get shots off for his size of body. It's really fun to watch actually, but he's still going to miss them. It's, he's still going to get blocked from here or there. He's going to have to go high off the backboard. But people like Toppin or Damian Collins and even Shibway, Shibway is a little bit more fluid than people are going to give him credit for. And I, and that's partially probably our fault. We've painted him as such a brute. But like he, he Kentucky's still going to be able to run with him on the floor. He, he can still get up and down. Conditioning could be an issue later in games. But he, he Kentucky's still going to be able to play fast with Shibway. But if you've got Wheeler missing layups high off the glass and you've got Shubway or Toppin or even Brooks down there fighting for rebounds, it's going to be a lot of put-back dunks. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm just kind of going through and checking these boxes of like where Kentucky can be bad. I, it's They're going to be a good team. It, it really reminds me – oh, you know what? Let's do another radio tease. You know what it reminds me of? I think like a good comparable for this team. I'll come back and I'll tell you. Ah! Here on Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio, 96 1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Kalen. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. We're going to win. We're going to win! <laughs> well, Mr. Burns had done it. The power plant had won it. With Roger Clemens clucking all the while. Mike Sosha's tragic. Really enjoying your taste this morning, TJ. They're extra spicy. Almost as spicy as that delicious hot salsa from Salsaritas, where... Salsa is so good, it's in their name. You can get it with just chips and salsa, or you could put it on a taco, burrito, burrito bowl, taco salad. They've got it all at Salsaritas. Two locations, one in St. Matthews and one in Middletown where there's a nice little drive through Or you can order on the app, save some bucks. I just got a $6 entree the other day. Nice little discount. Bada boom, bada bang. Order there, just come in, pick it up. You don't even have to wait in line. Salsaritas, it's the best. Check it out today. It's the best around. No one's ever going to let you down. There you go. Bring you down. Sorry. Damn. Download the app. Two locations, Middletown and St. Matthews. All right. I think I maybe actually have already said this take before. I can't remember. But it this upcoming Kentucky team is going to remind me of like some of the best Tubby Smith Kentucky teams. Mm, yeah, like, I haven't heard this take o- before. 05, 03, you know, even 98 where it's like you're going to have experienced players. You're going to have good players. You you know you're going to have players that are going to be better than pretty much anybody else in conference with the exception of maybe a couple teams. And this year it's actually maybe even more than some I mean certainly more than some of those Billy or uh, Tubby Smith years. Florida was pretty good. Um but really you didn't have too much competition elsewhere. This with, year you've got with, more competition. Yeah, you have a little yeah. bit more competition this year. But it, it just reminds me of it's like a really good college basketball team. And assuming that they mesh well, and I don't think – I'm not going to have any issues with that because it's going to be a pretty normal offseason, Roush. They're going to get everybody there early. 
They're going to get everybody there together. You're going to have experienced players that have played with a lot of players in their careers, so they're going to be able to, I think, adapt a little bit easier. And some of that stuff is guesswork. Maybe we're wrong. Maybe somebody in there is a huge problem and a headache and chemistry doesn't work out that well. But I think it's safe, or I think it's you, you can get away with assuming they should mesh a lot better than this past year's team did because uh, they're going to have a lot more time together. So assuming chemistry is not an issue, and I don't think that it's going to be, it's a really talented college basketball team. But my concern is the only good news is I, I can't think of too many teams, or I don't know if I can even think of one team. I think the concern will be similar to what tripped up some of those tubby teams, Roush. If you just go against a team that has the best player on the floor – and that player just dominates. And and that's the thing. That's why I'm saying this reminds me more of a Tubby team than a normal Calipari team is because I do think this team is still missing like an absolute superstar. Maybe Ty-Ty ends up being that. I hope he is. I think Damian Collins is going to be really, really good in time. Uh, that Iverson thing kind of worried me. I thought he was a little further along. But he, he he's going to take some time, and that's okay. I just don't think you have like an absolute superstar. Mm-hmm. I think you just have a good college team. Which is why it reminds, like, if I were to compare it directly to one of those tubby teams, it's the Fitch Daniels one after Bogans. So I believe it'd be 04 whenever they got upset by UAB. Yes. Uh, they were the number one overall seed, had Hawkins. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, Keith Bogans was a bona fide superstar. They didn't have that after he left. It was a bunch of bunch of really good players. I mean, your Chuck Hayes of the world's... Uh, I don't. I think Sparks was on. No, Sparks was not on the O four team. But Cliff Hawkins, uh, people forget he had asthma. He did. Yes, yeah, people correct. do forget that. Um, but and, like, it just seemed like those Tubby teams. They'd be so good, but if they and they would be better than the teams they'd lose to. But it'd be like one player on those opposing teams were just better than anything Kentucky had. And like, even you know Shannon Brown on that uh, Michigan, Michigan State, State team, team yeah. was was tough for Kentucky. Uh, Alan Anderson was a random name. If anybody remembers him, he was a pretty good player for that Michigan State team as well. But I, uh, that's what it reminds me of. But I don't know if there's a, like you know Paulo Benchero and Duke would be a team that you'd be like, oh well, you know if you win against them and Paulo just took over, Kentucky may not have the resources to stop them. Maybe, but I think Kentucky's better at every other position, and and that game to start the year is going to be so much fun. It's going to be an absolute blast, and uh, I. I I really to... hope Kentucky wins. I hate losing to Duke more than probably any other basketball team on the planet. Not named IU. Yeah, and the sad thing is Suck it. fortune does not favor the Wildcats as of late against Duke, so Now what? Just lost that one. I mean how I mean, many times has Kentucky beat but... Duke in our life? Well, they not many. They did uh... They did in ninety eight. Yeah, and then they and they did, did the, the Rashad Carruth game, and I think that's it. No, they did in a uh, Champions Classic game. I think in sixteen. They did the last time they played in the so Champions Classic. I was before thinking before the Zion Williams. I was thinking Poitras. I don't remember another one. Poitras and them lost in thirteen, but yeah. they played them one more time and beat them. It was kind of a ho hum game. Like you don't remember too Jamal much. Jamal Murray it. and Ulysses were they just bad? I guess I that think, year too. I, I, yeah, I think that was like the Grayson out. Kentucky won by uh, like eight or something, or I, I don't know. Surprised they've only played twenty two times. Yeah, Kentucky and Duke don't play very often. Um, and you're right, Nick. Kentucky has won two times in your lifetime. God, it sucks. The one I really wanted to win was the against Jay Williams's team at Madison Square Garden. That was uh, the year. 
before no hell they, they lost the Rashad Cruz game yeah we only have five losses in our lifetime I mean two and five is not what we want it to be but and one was the Leitner game when we were two yeah the 0-1 team lost in overtime and uh Cruz had 19 points I remember that game yeah Jay, Jay Williams play Jay Williams one. had 38 dude was freaking awesome god Hey, he's also not. Hey, we got him in '98. He's not good at NBA stuff. I don't know why wow, they didn't keep him in college. Like, yeah, don't really get it. But. Yeah. All right, so there's some basketball takes for you this morning. Some spicy ones. I'm sure people will disagree with them or agree, but uh, let us know. 502-414-1450. All right, this was a text that we got yesterday. We wanted to spend a little bit more time. We'll say it now. We'll answer it after our hour break. But you guys have probably already mentioned this, says the texter, but what is your win prediction in football and why? What is one game you think we will win that people don't expect us to win since that happens just about every season? We got that text in yesterday. It was after the Chin interview, and we just didn't have – or maybe it was before, but we didn't have enough time to really cover it. We'll get to it when we return here on Kentucky Roll Call for hour number two. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. We'll be right back. Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two of Kentucky Roll, Roll Call here on Go. Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush. And Justin Kalen here on your Monday. Hope you're having a great start to your day. I went out. Definitely uh, Tuesday. Yeah, Monday. I've said Monday <laughs> in my brain every time. It is a Tuesday. Can confirm that. Happy Tuesday to you. I went out and checked. Uh, it had been spitting rain. Wasn't currently spitting rain at the time. But remember, if you're golfing and you don't want to be out there in the heat or you don't want to have to worry about some bad weather, the Bobby Cook Golf Academy takes that out of the equation. You can golf year-round in a in controlled environment, any course you want. It's a great setup at the Bobby Cook Golf Academy over there at Exit 4 in southern Indiana. Call 812-913-4415 to book your tee time, if you will. You can play any course virtually. You can hit the virtual driving range or get lessons from Bobby Cook himself. You won't find better prices in town. Go to bobbycookgolfacademy.com to learn more or give them a call at 812-913-4415. My friends were asking during the break here, Mm -hmm. what's the deal with the CBS Sports Classic? Anybody know? Nope. Because they signed on for more, but I don't think a location's been determined. But who is Kentucky even going to play? Because they were supposed to play UNC this up 21-2022 season, this upcoming season. But then, you know, they were going to play Ohio State, and then that switched last minute, and they ended up playing UNC. People forget that that's how that kind of went down this past season, and UNC beat the brakes off of them. But I could have sworn when they had made that switch, I had heard, and of course I can't find this anywhere, 
But I'd heard that, like, yeah, Kentucky and UNC are still playing next year, too. Hmm. Like, that game's still set. The fact that they just had to switch this one, tough tomatoes for UK and Ohio State. You, mm-hmm. you kind of lost your, your chance to play one another. I swear I thought that that was right. I can't find it anywhere. So if anybody knows, let me know. Kind of crazy. UNC has the worst coach in the champions or in the CBS Sports Classic. That's <sighs> great. And that's given, I mean, it hurts to give Mick Cronin praise. It's true, but he, last year, last year happened. So it did. We, we can't forget that. Um, I, I want to bring up something really quick to you. Yeah, sure. Before we, if we get back to our texters' request, what is it with soccer teams force like, needing to rebrand by changing their name. They can't just rebrand by changing a logo. They've like, got to change Give me name. an example. Well, the Columbus crew, they're pretty – they have oh, yeah, a lot yeah. of passionate fans. Save the crew. People thought that the team was going to get sold elsewhere. But for whatever reason, they their owners were like, we need to sound more more British. More British. And we wanted to go more European. So in 14, they changed it to Columbus Crew SC. To ease the blow when last week they said, nope, we're changing it to Columbus SC. And people lost their minds. They absolutely lost their minds. Like, they said that their mascot was going to be like the crew. Like they'll go by the crew still, but their official name is now more adult. Yeah, very dumb. So what happens, they do what all soccer teams do. They meet with the supporters, the owners do, and they're like, actually, the fans were right. It's Columbus crew. Oh. Classic Louisville City case, except on the bigger scale. But I don't know. Like I just don't know why. Like crew is a good. That sounds soccery over here. You know what I mean? Like I don't know why you would need feel the need to take that out. Yeah, American soccer and the decisions they make. Yeah, sometimes trying to mirror like it's European such an identity crisis. Man. It, it really is an identity because it's crisis. like. Uh, I get that you want to be like Big Brother over in Europe, but you're trying way too hard just forcing and the you're square not peg going, in a round you're, hole. You're not, you, uh, you're not replicating that. Just no. Period. So period. Uh, appease your fans, you dummies. Yeah. You, oh, so stupid. Totally agree. So the crew has been saved for the second time. They're saved from being Moving sold. Moving to Austin. And then now they're, Austin, being, they're saving their name. Mm-hmm. Gosh, that movie was on not this Sunday, but the last Did Sunday. you watch it? Uh, not all of it, but you know, put it on and just had it in the background. It's such a great movie. It was on that IFC channel too, where they don't yeah edit right. anything out. Mm-hmm. Brooks like looks up. She's like, "What are boobs doing on TV?" That's the scene where Tom Green's telling the story, and she's like, "What did you tell her?" They're like, "Yeah," and they were in the bathroom topless, and the people that are going through the campus tour that he's telling the story to are like, "Wait, people just don't sit around and talk topless. It's my story. I can. They're topless." <laughs> <laughs> Great movie. So dumb. Oh, man. Just such a all-timer. Especially when he steals the bus. <laughs> Don't pet my dog. <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh, predict UK's schedule here. Just di- If you disagree with me somewhere, just feel free to say it. I'll, I'll rattle off the schedule. Okay. Uh, UNLM win. Missouri, huge game. Can't say it enough. But they're going to win Get your one. tickets to that one. Get your hotels in Lexington. Oh. But they're going to win that one. This is where I needed to stop you because Vegas believes that Missouri has a better chance to win the SEC than Kentucky. Yeah, I, I, you know, some of that stuff though. Do they have an easier? Who do they play in the West? Do they have an easier setup there? Arkansas is their permanent West team. I don't know who their their rotating one is. 
I think it's mostly uh, they've got a quarterback coming back. Yeah, but again, Kentucky first off never really gets much love from Vegas. That doesn't bum me out all that all too terribly much. And two, Kentucky's got LSU in a road game at Mississippi State. Mississippi State's not the worst thing in the world you want to see from the West, but LSU's a tough one. Uh, I mean, at least from a, a name perspective, right. and they're going to have a bounce back year. So I don't know who it's, who's Missouri's is. It just surprised. I mean, like they go to Boston College in the non-conference. I mean that. Yeah. Not, no, a, not a conference game, though. People forget that. Right, no, no, yeah. I'm, I'm just reading off the – they have A&M at home. Uh, is there – yeah, so – A&M at home, LSU at home, pretty comparable, all things considered there. And then they go on the road to Arkansas versus Mississippi State. Hey, you know, it's pretty comparable. Right, uh, right, yeah. yeah. So I just I – don't, I don't know where that's coming from. And Missouri isn't even really a name brand either, so that's where it's surprising. Hmm. It's a really um, comparable schedule. All things considered, yeah. I mean, so Boston I don't, College, Louisville – Hell, North Texas was good at football recently. So, actually, I'm thinking of North Texas basketball. Oh, that second game, Kentucky-Missouri. Because Kentucky Missouri fans are having very similar conversations that we're having. Like, they think this is going to be a big year. They're excited about their future. That's kind of a, like, next man's up bowl game. The winner of that one should feel like they are in that literal next very thin tier of getting up with the big boys. Like, the so, big, big boys. I will tell you... One thing that makes me feel confident is that Luckett is very bullish on a similar Scott Satterfield fall for Drinkwitz's team because yeah, but you all have been on anti Drinkwitz, and I thought I no, thought no, Luckett I, had come around on Drinkwitz. No, no, but he's talking about just from a roster standpoint. Mm-hmm. Like they lose Larry Roundtree, uh, they lost the middle linebacker who I think was drafted in the second round yeah, last go, year. They lost good. their defensive coordinator. Um, like they 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 lost a lot. Uh, the 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 cover was full for Drinkwitz coming in year one, so. Uh, I, I think it's more from a X's and O's standpoint and less of me just wanting to shove Drinkwitz into a locker. Mm. Yeah. Me, gotcha. dumb football takes. Look, it's smart football takes. Uh, but, yeah, that game is going to be important because, as we mentioned, like it, that 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 determines the pecking order because afterwards when you look at those odds, Kentucky's tied with Tennessee. That's just because Tennessee fans are idiots and will bet on their team to win the East no matter what. Uh, South Carolina is going to be really down this year. Uh, so we can get to that game and the and the ones after I forget who's yeah. after Missouri. Uh, Chattanooga. Yeah. I've got Kentucky win. starting four and zero, and that's a win at South Carolina yes. to get win number four. Mm-hmm. Florida LSU. I think Kentucky gets one of them, loses one. I think Kentucky. I think Kentucky gets Florida, but not having a bye. Yeah, it's a long. It's a, I mean, it's a, a lot. It's playing a long from stretch. September fourth to October sixteenth. If you're going through the Georgia game, no breaks. And then you got a stretch of Florida, LSU, Georgia. That's tough. Even you yeah. know, even at South Carolina, that's probably going to be at a minimum a physical game. So I do like that the Chattanooga one breaks up that Missouri game. But then after Chattanooga, you got to put on your big boy pants. So I think they get one against Florida and LSU. They'll lose at Georgia. So that has me five and two going into the bye week. And then at Mississippi State. At Mississippi State. That's, that's I think when I get down to making season predictions. I'm not going to be as bullish because of my skepticism about quarterback. Like I'm just going to be – I'll see it when I believe it. I'd love to be proven wrong. Uh, but I do think Mississippi State game is going to be my win one you shouldn't. Kentucky hasn't won in Starkville since I want to say 09. It's been a really long time. And See, I'm going the other way and saying this is a lose one you shouldn't. 
Like, Kentucky is a better football team than Mississippi State. You play that in Lexington, you play it on a neutral field, you're doing it, but that's going to be Halloween weekend. I Coming off the Kentucky's bye, though, got is some, where I'm going to be like... Yeah, but Stoops hasn't been amazing coming off buys. He's been pretty average. Um, uh, you make a good point there. But uh, that that's going to be the one that I, I pigeonhole in is my when you, when you should. I've got that as a... a a disappointing, surprising loss that pushes Kentucky five and three, but I think they went out the rest of the way. They'll beat Tennessee, they'll beat Vandy, they'll beat New Mexico State. Of course, they'll beat Louisville. That's a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. So nine and three, which would be awesome. Yeah, gladly would take it. And you know what? If you're like they're not losing Mississippi State, Mississippi State stinks. I don't think Mississippi State's good. I think Kentucky should beat them. All right, then say they win that one and they end up losing those three straight: Florida, LSU, Georgia. Boom, still nine and three. So. The road game at Mississippi State, South Carolina, those are games Kentucky should take care of because they're the better football team. But I'm excited about it. So I'm going 9-3. and three. What else did the text say? Uh, why? I think we explained why. And what is the first game you think we will win that people don't expect us to win? I, I guess mine for that answer. You're, you're going Mississippi State for your answer. I'm going to go with Florida or LSU. See, I don't know which one specifically, but I think Kentucky will be in both those games. One will go their way. One will be the classic Florida heartbreak. Florida, too, having the, the kind of juice for that game. Kentucky actually does. So even though they haven't, they didn't win a lot of the early ones, Kentucky does typically play pretty well in the kind of first big game of the year. And over the last three years, they've they've fit the building quite well. Uh, and the only exception was Georgia, but they won some big games at home earlier in that year. Mississippi State won some big games on the road. So, uh, but I mean, it's all going to come back to the quarterback play. It's all going to come back to that. Sadly, that that's sadly or excitingly, I guess. But uh, yeah. one of these days, Kentucky, we're going to have a sure thing at quarterback that we're super pumped up about. And hell, we get so optimistic during the off season as is. Imagine when that day comes. I mean, hell, you were saying Terry Wilson last year. Best quarterback in the ACC. Hey, come on, it was the summer. It was a pandemic. pandemic. We're dreaming big. We just needed to have some fun, right? Yeah, yeah just dreaming th- big. There's, there's nothing wrong with that. But, gosh, just so ready for June, July, and August to be over with. Am I right? No. Yeah. Get me to football season, and then football season's going to be awesome, and then that's going to roll into basketball season, and then Aaron Rodgers and the Packers are going to – Dominate again, and everything's just going to be great. It's going to be great. Hey, you signed a so much fun. A one guy, Quattro Blake Portals. Yeah, the <laughs> other guy. What was his name? I liked it. The, Shit, the, Quattro. The, the the Broncos signed some quarterback, and people were like, "Wait, did anybody check with Aaron Rodgers about this?" <laughs> <laughs> Boom roasted. Let's get back to the text line five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Somebody says the John Hale thing's a bit. Just let me have it. Yeah, oh, I know yeah. it's a bit, and he is Come sometimes on. just like John. What? Like why? Why just are you gotta, that at Just got to bring up the. It's he's uh he's Debbie Downer from the SNL skit, which is just <laughs> such a. Ooh, did you see the Jordan SNL? That one was great, and then the that one, one actually made that was like I think the first SNL skit in a long time where I had multiple laughs. I was like, this oh, is good. Like you, this felt. Did this you felt watch good. the Muppets one? No. The Muppets one was the perfect Roush content. It's a uh, Statler and Waldorf, Didn't the guys that. up in the in the, the balcony who are always. <laughs> and uh, Keegan Michael Key and Keenan are security who are like telling the hecklers to shut up. It's uh-huh. very, it's great. I'm, I'm, it's like, like how nobody's thought of this before. Like, come on, it's it's perfect. I look forward to to seeing it. Oh man, I I got some like laugh out loud. And Keegan Michael Key does the thing too, kind of like the he gets so crazy. <laughs> it's, it's great. Just takes it to that next level. That guy's funny. Oh man, 
Dexter says, there are different kinds of cicadas that come out different years. I'm the same age as you guys. My first job when I was 16 was at Kroger bagging and bringing in carts. Oh, you're a cart wrangler. People would have to brush a couple dozen of them off in my back every time I'd come back in from the parking lot. Cicadas can suck it. Mm. I do understand that there are different versions of cicadas, but the 17-year one is the big... Yeah, the Grand Poobah. It really is. This When we were 16, so that'd be 15 years ago. I don't remember anything of circumstance 15 years ago. Maybe he's like a... Maybe that was his big one. No, I don't know. There is a brood that comes out every 14 hmm. in Kentucky. Okay. So is that three years? Math still doesn't check yeah, out. Who, but. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> uh, uh, somebody sent in a text, and it was... Mm. Oh, from, from David Hale. A David Hale joint. ESPN joins. writer who covers the ACC. Louisville had six close games last season when it started a drive in the final 10 minutes of play with the score plus or minus a touchdown, meaning they're, in a, they're it's a touchdown game one way or another. Mm-hmm. They're up a touchdown, they're down a touchdown. They had six games like that last season. UofL went 0-6 in those games. Oh, man. Anyway, did they play a full season last year? I sent that to my UofL friend group, and they were like, well, I don't have it in front of me, but like – they the the first year they won all those close games, so this is just the law of averages. So I was like, did they? Is that how that worked? Not all of them. I was like, I don't think that's true. But uh, that's not good. Zero and six is not what you're looking for there. Yeah, not many teams have done that. Uh, there were only one, two, three, four, five uh, like that in 2019, the last full season, and they did that in only was it ten or eleven games. UofL fans, I say this from a place of caring. You all can do a lot better than Satterfield. And I think a lot of UofL fans know that. A cold Italian sub from a good deli is a top five sandwich. Literally maybe the dumbest text we've had sent into this radio show in the three years we've been doing this. Disagree. Imagine going to a good deli and be like, give me your finest cold sandwich, please. Is is Jersey Mike's, is that, are those cold? Both. I think you can, they have get, them. Them warm I think you can too. get them warm. I had a Jersey Mike sub at, I believe it was the Charlotte Airport once upon a time. And I don't, that's a nice little change up every once in a while with the, the oil on the sandwich. Like that's not something I would make at home. So, all right, once in a blue moon, cold sandwich, not the worst thing in the world, but I'm not going to go out of my way. To, like that yeah, was what was there. You're right. At home, if you just want to slap some ham on yeah. two pieces of bread, that's fine. I ain't paying. At a store, seven I'm not bucks or paying something. nine dollars yeah. for you to give me a cold sandwich. Are you kidding me? Get the hell out of here! I can literally make that stuff. Ooh, home. ooh! If you had your choice, your druthers on the nice cold cuts, what kind of cold cut would you cut onto your sandwich? Deli style, probably like a like the buffalo. I could see you being a buffalo turkey guy. Really like no, nah, well, sure, I'd try that, but like he just as much meat. Usually, no, give me, but like, give me ham and tur- give me ham and turkey. Probably just, ba- just your basics. Nothing yeah. in particular. Uh-uh. I will nothing, say no, nothing fancy. Once in a blue moon, and you got to get the high quality stuff because the regular is disgusting. Like just the, the cheap stuff. It's like you know in the Kroger packaging. Good roast beef is yeah. nice every once in a while. Agreed. Uh, yeah, haven't had that in a long time. That that can be very good. Too and also long. that that uh, buffalo turkey. Uh, like thin slice stuff. That's I don't think I've ever had buffalo turkey. Like I mean, I know, like I, I feel like I've seen it. Mm-hmm. Just don't know if I've ever actually had it. Sounds it's, like it'd be great. Yeah, it's just got a nice little season to it. I can picture it. Yeah. 
Uh, fifth guy from Chicago would probably be Kevin Garnett. I didn't know KG was a Chicago guy. Hey, by the way, you asked him yesterday. You said four or five yeah, top so he, guys from Chicago. So you answered the question. I was also hoping for more recent by so he could say, he would say Tyler. Well, and also I said after the interview yesterday that he said Isaiah Thomas second. He actually said Isaiah Thomas first for he what did. it's worth. He did. Just saying. Texter suck it usually. <laughs> Texter says. I can't wait to hear who Orlando Antigua thinks is the top five players from the Dominican Republic between <laughs> 03 and 14. It's a good text. He's making fun of you. Man, the text can suck it. It'd be Carl, Ta- <laughs> Carl, Carl Towns would be that answer. Uh, Carl Towns, Eloy Vargas, <laughs> Al Horford, uh, Ooh, Edgar Sosa. Ooh, TJ, get the producing tip for tomorrow. Yes. When you introduce Orlando, you can make a joke about the construction around campus. Man, place – Place doesn't look the same, does it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a good one. Yeah. Ooh, we can ask him about his Twitter location, too. Be like, was that a hint, or has it just always been like that? Or do you, is that where you live? Or are you in that field? (laughs) 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 Do you need help? Uh, Texter says, doesn't Roush look like Nick Mingione back when he had hair? A Mingione. Not what's, not at all. A little bit. A little bit. Roush much bigger. Whoa. You're a bigger human being than Nick Mingione. Call me fat? No, if I, I, would have said, I would have said you're much fatter if I wanted to call you fat. <laughs> <laughs> TJ, thoughts on Kentucky baseball after getting swept this past week? And I talked about it. And I don't know why some people get a kick out of like me not being thrilled with UK baseball. It's kind of humiliating in the state of Kentucky baseball. You build this new stadium and you have less momentum than you did back in your previ- back in the previous coaching staff. Old old Gary Henderson. I remember Gary Henderson. It was Gary, right? It wasn't John. It was John Gary. Cohen, Gary yeah. Henderson. Right. Yeah, this is the worst Kentucky coach has had. they've had in at least the last three. I, are we getting back to, like, Keith Madison before then? I, I don't I don't really know. My, my, I'll be honest, my history of U.K. baseball is not great, but I know it's a history that's been pretty underwhelming, and it's not getting better. So not happy with the, the season. I guess he's going to get one more, but like that. Yeah, there for a little while. Looks like he was doing a good job. Just as, time. Yeah, again, he gets players to play hard. It's just the it seems like the caliber of player just ain't ain't Ooh. ain't even what it used to be at UK just five years ago. As soon as I tweeted out that stat, what do you think the spin was from a Louisville fan? Uh, they're in close games. I yeah, don't know. they won a disproportionate amount of close games in nineteen and lost a disproportionate amount of close games in twenty. So that is a spin. The I same was, exact uh, spin. Uh, yeah. Well, my friend. So they were listening to Mangus. Well, I don't know. I don't know who. It sounds like a manga spin. Well, I'd like to see the stats on that. Like, I'm sure they've got the numbers of that exact same stat in 19. What was it for U of L? Let's like just look up their schedule. That may not be. Yeah, I th- I'm pretty sure they did. Like, I know Wake Forest was a game they won close. Um, Florida State was not one because that was a game they were actually. Okay, let's see. Uh, they got beat by Notre Dame. Oh, they beat lost. Boston College they by lost two. to Florida State by eleven. They beat Boston College, so that'd be one. Wake yep. Forest would be one. That was the crazy sixty-two. Virginia would be one. Yep. So they won three of them. That's it. So that's it. Maybe the NC State game. There was a two touchdown game. Maybe it was close late. Um, so maybe there were three. But like, yeah, that's not a disproportionate amount of games. It's half of, of what you had and in at the end of the day, it's still 0-6 in your most recent season. Why why would that be okay with you all? It's, it's coaching, man. You all said the same thing when but, Stoops lost close But that's fine. You all fans, if you want to defend Scott's tots. 
Go right ahead. Fine, Enjoy. Fine by me, because I know exactly what they were going to do. The same old media folks at UofL that have done it time and time again, Roush, when the, right, when, when the ship has taken on too much water and they realize it, bad fit. Bad fit. He just never really got along with the fans. Didn't do a good job in fan outreach. He had the stuff with his wife and the social media. It just wasn't. A, it, was, it wasn't a good fit. That, that's what we'll get, folks. You can literally write it down, and it'll probably be after this season that you'll hear those takes. Texter says San Diego is the answer of city to visit. Play some golf. Lay on amazing beaches. Eat the best tacos in America. San Diego is yeah, brought up Tory Pines golf. I'd like to. I'd like to go to San Diego. Just don't. No one that's ever going to happen. Same. Yeah. Uh, and and really it's also like, you know, that's not an easy flight to kind of go to. I would also say Charleston's a nice city, not just because my brother's there, but you got the beaches. It's old. I enjoy Charleston. Got some nice. I like walking around and just walking into art galleries downtown. I like that's just cool to me. Charleston was a nice, nice place. That was Thinking my first about time going there. Going to the Empire State for a weekend this summer. Wow. Never been. I'm going to Rhode Island, Boston this summer again. Boston, Texas. Boston, Texas. <laughs> Texter says, Wheeler's really impressive talker. Exact mindset you want from a point guard. And I just like how the game kind of comes to him. Seems to kind of appreciate playing the sport. Yeah, and uh, a talking point that will be touched on a lot more as we get closer to the season, too, as many newcomers there are. A lot of experience. A lot of college basketball being played. There's no denying this will be Cal's most experienced team, right? Like I don't like it'll be his oldest team. Gotta yeah. be. Yeah. That's another thing about Wheeler. Could be at Kentucky for a couple of years. Yeah. Maybe a few. If he wanted to. Doubt he would be, but could be. I, I I'm probably going to just assume most players at Kentucky are still going to be at Kentucky for a year. Mm-hmm. Uh but but I do think that they've actually set up a pretty good foundation where, like, you look at Wheeler, if he has a Ulyss-like season, and it's kind of like, hey, what's gonna? you're not getting taller. So it may, it may be time to strike while the iron's hot. Could be that situation, but, like, Wheeler could be back. Toppin could be back. I doubt Brooks would return for a senior season, but I guess you, you never really know. Sheboy could be back, you know, if he loves Kentucky as much as he says that he does. He could be back. You know, Grady would be gone. But Frederick, Allen, they could return. You could have more returners off this group too, Roush, but we say that so, some say that somewhat frequently. Ware could be back. You know, if Sheboy gets hurt, we talked about, like, I want to make sure there's no uncertainty, then you're putting Ware in. And I'd feel all right with Ware. Not, not as good, but I'd feel okay with Ware. Wouldn't want it to be like an all-season sort of deal. But so, anyways, more random thoughts. Listening to you guys talk about playing golf is painful. I live in the one place in North America still in lockdown, Ontario. You can't go play golf? Is it true that people in Canada can't leave their house? I've seen, like, TikToks of people being like, you're giving me a ticket for walking to the end of my driveway or, like, exercising or something like that. I've seen – I don't know. You just don't know what's real and what's fake. Canadian texter, we need more from you. Yeah. You can't I know I know things are kind of not great in Canada, but you can't go golf. We were able to golf from day one. Remember when Philip Bailey said that golfing was racist, that they took down the basketball courts, but the fact that they still let people golf was a sign of racism. That was good stuff. 
stuff just and then like he'll he'll never answer for that ever you know yeah. had nothing to do with again basketball being a contact sport and I was against it they shouldn't have taken the goals off the basketball courts if people wanted to go play basketball they should have been able to go play basketball it was pretty nuts though with that first nice weekend we were all in the pandemic it's like oh there's thousands of people at Iroquois Park because that's the only thing you can do yeah. Yeah, it was packed yeah was like, well that. I get it I, 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 I kind of get it. Oh, and then the golf cart. I mean, we're going to look back at this the stuff go- forever. The golf cart, the, the plastic. The, the, the plastic I, things. Yeah, so stupid. So it's like, what's better, having some space between you and your golf partner or a nasty piece of plastic that rubs up on everybody that uses this golf course, golf cart and you're not you're not cleaning it? At the end of the day, though, we find out that like it doesn't really live on surfaces. We didn't need – just don't don't kiss your partner. Like, you know, you, get a, you, you hit a big birdie putt. First thing you want to go is go to your <laughs> Give bro. Give a big old Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let me put one right on right on the kisser this time. Texture. Oh, let's go to our break, actually. It's a good stopping point. Ooh, when we come back. Mojito <laughs> Mac. We gotta talk Mojito Mac. What are we talking Mojito Mac about? Oh, buddy. Oh, wow. He did it again. He did More it again. mojitos? He's oh. on vacation? Where is he at this time? Oh, he he did the double dipping where it's, oh, this is for work. Wink wink. Oh, I love these. All right, we'll come back to it. This is KRC on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Kalen. We'll return after these very insightful messages. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. I am king of forwards. It's how I like to do business. Everybody joking around. We're like friends. I am Chandler and Joey and uh, Pam is Rachel and Dwight is Kramer. Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on oh, Big X Sports bro. Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. Talking with some friends, kind of interesting with the cicadas. I think they've, like, the, the Highlands, they're, they're just... I haven't they're, seen one yet. And that, that's what made me think. It's like maybe my experience with them living in the Highlands was so bad because Highlands, lots of trees, maybe the cicadas just love it there. Yeah. But other people are like, no, my neighborhood, haven't really seen them, haven't heard them. But Highlands, they're... They're there already, so I don't know. Don't know what the deal is. You know what we haven't mentioned yet, Terry? Mojito Mac? Uh, that and a couple more horse racing bands. I say a couple because the Bob Baffert suspension from Naira, New York Racing Association. Yeah, they. Uh, I don't know why I always want to call them authority. Uh, they made the bold move to wait until after Medina Spirit couldn't potentially run for a Triple Crown to suspend Baffert. Such a weak move. I get that in the long term, it's significant because if this thing takes forever, there's all of the big races over the summer at Saratoga and Belmont Park. New York is the home of horse racing over the summer, and if he can't run any of his horses there, I mean, you're effectively just that. That's and if, between that and Churchill, you're just suspending him from anywhere worth a damn. I know Santa Anita is still open some, but. Uh, that is significant long term. I just think it was so weak. Like, Naira, you could have done this last week. 
But no, they wanted to see if that horse won, won yeah, the Preakness or if, not. If, because if then the they wanted to draw yeah. the eyeballs. Exactly. Yeah, so they're who cares? So, it's well, smart. They're, full, they're full of crap. They're like, the integrity of the sport. If it was about the integrity of the sport, you would have done this a week ago. Don't give me that. Now, that suspension is not as near as big as the one that they leveled on another trainer, Linda Rice, who she's never through and through. She's akin to like your Wes Ward at Keeneland or your Kenny McPeak. He's a Keeneland trainer. She's a homegrown New York trainer. One of the better ones has over 2,000 career wins. Only a couple stakes winners, but is just a solid day in, day out winner in New York tracks. She got her license revoked for three years and smacked with a big fine because she was paying racing officials to get race information before the fields were set. So she could find out like which Ooh, horses were in the fields wow. and which uh, past performances of each one. So that was a uh, – I feel like that one was even more more significant. That one is a step into the right direction of kind of cleaning this stuff up. Where the Baffert, that's all just a good publicity thing. Uh, it doesn't really matter. He probably wasn't going to run any of his horses in the Belmont anyway. Uh, but nevertheless, it's it's good for PR. Good for PR for horse racing. It just come on, do this a week ago, you jerks. If you really meant it, I'm you're being fine sincere with it. about I would, it. We, it would have sucked if like you had a triple crown on the line, and that's when the NYRA would have been like, "Nope, you're not coming." And we all would have been like, "Oh man, we want to see the horse." But they ride. wouldn't have done that. They would. They wouldn't like, have done yeah. it, and that's fine. I we know what they were doing. But uh, my buddy had said that. Well, maybe you had kind of alluded to this, but. Like Bafford wouldn't have raced any horses in the Belmont, anyways. Yeah, is yeah. that true? Yeah, I don't it's think it's still he was a big purse. To. Doesn't he like money? Yeah, but his horses, uh, he doesn't really have the guns for it. Um, especially like concert. If concert tour was going to win one, it was going to be at the shorter distance. And hell, he didn't even he didn't even run well in the Preakness. Uh, and act and, and you know how many times have you had a Derby horse? win the Derby, lose the Preakness, and then do the Belmont. Typically, they give him a break after that kind of Yeah, you know, I just feel like if schedule. I had a horse that I thought was pretty good, had a chance to win the Belmont, I'd probably do it. But I'm also not rich. so Yeah, Belmont should have a decent field. Miss though. the old days where horses would run like 70 times in their careers. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Just rack up money forever and ever. Those were the best. Man. It wasn't a lot for them, but the best. It was a horse I had over the weekend. He's won uh Arkelo, he's a Brad Cox, of course. Turf horse, he's won stakes race in five straight years. Derby winner, Brad Cox. Man, great to say. Allow me to be be the first. Derby winner, Brad (laughs) Cox. (laughs) Texter says, I've never agreed with TJ more than his hot take on cold sandwiches. I like the way you phrased that. They're garbage, and why would I pay for money for something I can make at home super easily for a fraction of the cost? Exactly. Like, again, there's yeah, there's a time and a place for a cold sandwich. I don't really ever love them. Like, a peanut butter and jelly is a cold sandwich, I guess. Yeah, like, I enjoy yeah. a peanut butter and jelly here and there. But it was like that conversation. You're taking a grilled cheese over PB&J. You're taking well, the hot. And it's taking still, the hot. You like to dip it in the cold if you got, like, tomato soup or something. It still goes back to, like, a grilled cheese isn't enough for somebody to pay a lot for that sandwich. It's like the, the Tom and Chi place. That well, that's also kind of true. Some places... The guts, I want to use a different word, but the guts they have to charge for a grilled cheese. <laughs> but who's actually buying that? I've gotten a grilled cheese before at a place, but... I mean, I have it like a sit-down place, but not a sandwich place. Some, some of the prices for them. 
Grilled cheese, if you've got a kid's menu and you've got a grilled cheese on it, it should be $2. Anything more is just highway robbery. They, they make it the same cost as chicken tenders. It's yeah, it's like, like, it's like six fifty. Yeah, it's like, for what? <laughs> for bread, bread, cheese. For this little kid. Oh, oh, they got man. you, though. They got That's you. That's capitalism, am I right? <laughs> Last year, C.J. Frederick was 36 of 76 from three for 47.4%. He was also 36 of 76 from two, 47.4%. Wow. Is that accurate? Because that's pretty awesome. That's kind of wild more yeah, than anything. It really is. It's just the chances. But uh, good shooter, that's for sure. And uh, I you know, I know everybody always wants to say shooters can do more. That's fine. Dante Allen, CJ, just knock down shots consistently. Go Marshall. Suck it, Kermit the Hoosier. Ah. What else? Hey, suck it, Justin. What'd you do when the game was over? Went to bed. Are you kidding you me? Like, it was midnight. Did you like cuss or anything? Um, I did you yeah. Like throw I, a beer can. I, I didn't throw anything. I think I was probably like, "Well, gosh dang it, that sucks." Stayed up all this late for nothing. Was your roommate still up? Yeah, that's right. You were talking he, about it. He uh he enjoyed it. Oh, he's a cat. That's good stuff. Yeah. Texter says, "I'll say it. Forty and oh, baby. Hell Woo-hoo, yeah! Yeah." By the way, reached out to UK via email. That's why you do it. Uh-huh. You were right. I made fun of you, but you were right. All these years <laughs> later, said that there is a CBS Sports Classic this year. No details on locations or opponents. Uh, it was going to be North Carolina, but that's they don't know. Hmm. They just don't know. CBS Sports Classic. That's a well-run, well-run event. Always on top of their p's and q's. So we shall see. You've all hired two new assistants. I thought that's where you're going with the Mojito Mac. Oh, yeah. Suck it, Mojito Mac. Uh, he had to travel all the way to New Zealand to find somebody who actually wanted to join his coaching staff. Who doesn't even have any college basketball coaching experience. Yeah, yeah. I think he had a year in the G League. but he spent... You get rid of Bill Murray for this dude? Seriously. I mean, I guess New Zealand. They, I don't know what the country, the drink is over there, but I'm sure they make mojitos. It's really scenic. So that's probably – he just wanted to get – Get good scoop on the nice uh, places to travel to in the lovely country of New Zealand. But seriously, this guy, I loved some of the spin too. Because it's you, you really well, got to sell yourself on, him. well, he's, he, he, this is just purely for talent development. Uh, it's going to be great for Jalen Withers. Uh, you know, like These guys are going to get impacted immediately. But, you know, you just got to make sure you can play with tempo because that's what the kind of style he's used to and playing professionally. I'll get him ready for the Australian Basketball League. I, I don't harp on it frequently because I, I don't – because I like it. But, like, the fact that U of L hasn't been able to recruit, like, even a top ten program in the last decade and really – you know, Patino started getting it going at the end of the Freedom Hall era. And they were, you know, Derek Character and Earl Clark, Terrence Williams. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, uh, Samardo Samuels was the number one player. He was starting to get it rolling recruiting. And then it just kind of hit a wall where I think one and duns became a little bit more prevalent. Peyton Siva was a big gift for him. He yeah, but he was still a four year dude. Yeah. Like, no, they've gotten good players. Yeah. Make no mistake about it. But like, the fact that they aren't on the same, they're not considered. If U of L's going after a guy and Kentucky's going after a guy, Kentucky's probably going to get the guy. If U of L's going after a guy and Duke's going after a guy, Duke's getting the guy. And you can you can do that for too many programs. U of L's got too many good facilities, and 
even though they're kind of dorky, but too good of a fan base for them to not recruit at like the highest, highest level. And they don't. I've never really understood why. But like I said, I've never really questioned it because I don't care. It's been nice. But I've always kind of wondered that. I, I don't know if this New Zealander is gonna gonna move the needle for that. But I guess nobody really well, has any clue I mean, whatsoever. It was, they they hired a guy from New Zealand and they promoted a director of ops so to replace not, Luke Murray. So you're not really like tapping into like a you no, know Kentucky yeah. goes and gets a guy who was basically started Mac Irving fire. Yeah, one of the best and biggest <laughs> AAU scenes in one of the best basketball cities yeah, in America. I just don't, I don't. And Louisville goes to New Zealand. You can do that for one of your hires, yeah, but not that and promote a director of ops. I agree. I, you know, I didn't really think much of the hire one way or another, but you you have talked me into it being underwhelming, and I know nothing about it. So yes, well done, you did it. You aren't the only one. Texter says you're really peeling that banana slowly. Well, you know, you got to get the little strings off. I'm very anti-string. If you peel well, from the cares? bottom, it's like a banana, you can just eat it. Very if you peel from the bottom, like monkeys, they don't, you don't get the strings. Really? Yep. That's why they peel bananas from the bottom. Are you sure it's not just because they're monkeys and they're trying to get the banana the fastest way possible? I mean, the fastest way possible would seem to be the way we do it. But, no, they don't get the strings if they pull from the bottom. Huh. That's why they do that. But are we sure it's just not because they're monkeys? I mean, I'm not going to go. trying to get the banana I'm open. not going to go 100%, but I'm like 98. Yeah. I didn't know the strings bothered people. Yeah, I floss my teeth with the strings. Mm. <laughs> Which, by the way, grills were cool, but... The best exhibit there is the snow leopard. And oh, if yeah. It's not I mean, too, if it's not too hot out, like he was scaling the rocks. Just doing cool leopard things. Just oh, doing was, the one, things. was the tiger upset? Uh, sleeping. Mm. So taking a nap. The probably, jaguar. Probably depressed. Huh? The, the jaguar, he, uh, he was growling at Duke. He gave him a good little roar or two or three. And Duke wow. was very fascinated about that. That's pretty nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, we got John on the text line. Says, John here, good Warriors come out to play morning. I found out the coolest, they play tomorrow, John. The coolest <laughs> thing this morning on my Roku TV, I searched TuneIn app, and now I can have KRC on my TV. Woo-hoo! Good times with my friends. Now I think the Warriors will make some noise, but I'm a Heat fan. How far do you think they will go? We'll got to go talk to you later. I think they will upset the Bucks. Yeah, yeah, I'm oh. with you. Uh, I think that run last year helps quite a bit. Um, but I do worry that they're candy ass uniforms. Like that that is a part of my take take. But the having the uniform go from pink to green, like that's not a that, Miami Vice ones? Does the yeah, that, NBA just, recede, Justin? Say it again. Does the NBA recede? No, sir. No. I didn't think so. Yeah, so But having the uniform go from that to that, like that's it's like having a, a derby horse with a really weird like you can't have the really weird gimmicky stuff and win. I think even Louisville, they won with those weird uniforms, and then somebody, the gods of basketball were like, no, you can't win with these stupid uniforms. You can't win at all. So, uniforms too dumb for the Heat to win at all. They'll lose to the Nets in the second round. They just won't have enough in that one. But I, I do think they upset the Bucs. That, that, that'll be a great series. I'm looking forward to it, John. Uh, Warriors, they'll lose to the Lakers, and then – but if they're the eight seed, they could definitely give the Jazz a, a hell of a series. That'd be a lot of fun. That that'd be similar to like the Jamal Murray, Donnie battles that we had in last year's playoffs. Except this year it'll be Steph, who is better than Jamal. So it'll be even uh, more entertaining. Uh, I love I love Jamal. Steph Curry's better. Come on. <laughs> According to Ken Palm, Frederick had well, the eleventh best turnover rate. Radio. 
Frederick had the 11th best turnover rate in college basketball last year, best in the Big Ten. Grady's turnover rate was better than anyone on UK's roster in 2021. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why folks are all like turnover concerned all of a sudden. Not saying you texter, you're you're doing you're doing the well, Lord's work here. You do remember when Kentucky was averaging 17 a game, and they were like the worst in the country. Is that that, that happened? Yeah, for but a while. it's a new team. Those those folks are gone. Yeah, but so, I'm, I, but that that's why though that they're bringing it up just to have like a nice well on hey that, it won't be as bad as last year on that note like you know the three point shooting sucked last year and the defense sucked last year and everything stunk last year so yeah good we're getting and by the way like this was obvious you knew he was going to do it because he doesn't like losing and he's got more resources than anybody else but John Calipari addressed every one of like the whining fans needs right. And and some of them needed to be addressed. Well, he but hasn't like, played Dante Allen. Uh, assistant so. assistant coaches, more shooters, better guards, some recruits to get excited about. By the way, Remy Martin committed to Kansas. Do you see that? Oh. So Kentucky takes and Kansas wanted both Wheeler and Ty Ty. Uh, didn't get either one, but nice consolation prize was Remy Martin. That's a great get for Kansas. I saw some Kentucky fans kind of freaking out. It's Kansas. They're still going to be able to get some good players there. He still is looking to enter the draft, though. So, okay. But if he doesn't, he will go play basketball at Kansas. Oh, Breaking news! Yes. Joel Inardi tweets, oh, new man. bracket coming this morning. Oh, oh man. Just what we need. Joe. Joe, Joe. Texter says, uh, we already got that one into the show. Another one says, any more news on a potential DB coach hire? That's the Roush department. Roush, um, spill the beans. Actually, Josh Edwards reported that the frontrunner, Cooley. Uh, was not so hot on the job. Yeah, staying with the Rams. So the search continues. Archie Collins. Your boss said he knew who it was but couldn't say it. Was it Cooley? And just now it's somebody else? Ex-boss, sorry. Uh, I believe that yes, we were. I think I think everybody was zeroed in on Cooley. That was going to be a quick hire, but when the Rams counter offered, he was like, you know what? I don't probably don't want to go out recruiting just yet. So uh, I know Archie Collins at Pitt is another big name out there, but I don't. I, you know, not sure any other uh, these other uh, what you call it coaches. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Texter says Jacob Toppin is the one to break out next season. Yeah, yeah, he is. He, I hope he sent that before. I think he did actually too, because we had a bunch of texts come in before that tease. Toppin's so going to be special. Yeah, I think the texture nailed it. Some uh, UK fan put together a highlight video. Toppin, admittedly, it's not the longest one in the world, but like go watch it and be like, all right, this is somebody that's still kind of learning as he's figuring things out. You take a, natu- a natural progression, entire offseason in UK's basketball facilities. I get excited about where he's gonna where he's gonna be. A texture says I DM Bart last night about our drop in his rankings. He said that giving Weaver minutes, which he'll get, takes away minutes from guys with better projections. He he also said it's really more that UK was maybe overrated without Wheeler because they had a glaring hole at point guard. So they Water's were just finding its level. Overrated, but they. They they were overrated for not having a, a point guard like except Washington. I guess you would say. I, I feel pretty confident about Kentucky being a top ten team to start the season next year. I do. I don't know where they'll be ranked. I, I don't care. But I, I think if there are ten teams better than Kentucky based on where things are today, I I would like to see that list. I'd like to see the players too. It's a team that that should make a run. 
That's what Kentucky basketball should be doing every year. So, good. Very proud of Anderson County. Also makes me wonder why in the world we held ours in the Anderson County flea market. Oh, that's got to sting. Like, that that texter kind of summed it up perfectly. Like, oh, it's so good to see that. But then on the flip side, it's like, wait a a tick. We were at the flea market. Texture says, following up yesterday, Justin doesn't like melted cheese. Are you that nerd at lunch that likes ice-cold cheese on a lukewarm burger out of the pan? That's the worst take in KRC history. Wow, somebody with a worse food take than TJ. Let, okay. let me Take rap- it easy on the food takes. I think we've shown that I'm actually the most advanced palate here on KRC. But what, Justin? I was me? just going to say, let me wrap back around because I said I didn't like melted cheese on sandwiches. A burger is not a sandwich. Of course I'll have melted cheese on a burger. Well, we it's not. It's not a bad. It's for Wednesday, but I'm pretty sure it is a sandwich. It's oh no way. A burger is not a sandwich. A burger is a burger. Is it's a hot, its own is thing. A hot dog a sandwich? Absolutely not. It's a hot dog. It's chili soup. Excuse me. It's chili soup. Uh, who? I would say yes. And are you a fan of super salads? No. No super salad. Neither. It's just classic. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you like melted cheese on a burger. I'm more about like a grilled chicken sandwich. I don't eat cheese on chicken, no. Have you tried it? I have. Yeah, no, I'd just I'd re- I'd much rather have a chicken sandwich without cheese. I'm not a big cheese guy as it is, so. Yet you're always cheese in. That's right. Alex T is the goat. Watch your mouth, Roush. Yeah, I just I can't I can't do Alex Toussaint. Just, I, I mean, he's fine. He just yells at me the whole time, and I'm a little less yelling. Like, half yelling, half not. Text, fine by me. Texter says, yes, thank you, TJ. Hoppin' Toppin's going to break out in 2022. Oh, hop and Get on the train. I'm going to be very there. obnoxious about it till the start of the season. Hoppin' Toppin' much better than Loudmouth Sustina. Well, says you. Very easy to think Toppin would be an improved three-point shooter. His free throw percentage improved from 64% to 78% his freshman to sophomore year. Sheesh, I didn't even realize that jump. Good good job, Texter, bringing the, bringing the facts. Yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll become a better shooter. Just I'd like to see if we really wanted to, like, if I, if I was coaching him, it'd be like handles, 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 handles. You need to be able to take some people off the dribble because he's got some things that you just can't coach. I mean, jumping as high as he can. Moving as well as he does without the ball. Let's let's figure it out with the ball. TJ, after watching highlights two nights ago, I talked myself into being a little hype. Shubway equal Larry Johnson, Grady, Clay Thompson, Frederick, Duncan Robinson, Wheeler, Tim Hardaway, a.k.a. print the 40 and 0 shirts, baby. Woo! I'm getting pumped up about it, but uh, I know that you were being silly. And that's what we do here on KRC. Robert says, I agree with TJ. And the reason I'm doing all these because Roush, I guess, is typing the longest article in the history of KSR. So get oh, re- get no, ready. Just, get, dig, just digging up scoop. Sorry. Get ready for that one. <laughs> Robert, uh, what's the scoop? Oh, can't share it. No, you got to. No, you can't do that. We make fun of those no, people. No. You got to do it. If, you're, if, you, actually, if you end up saying this isn't a surprise, those tweets always crack me up. Nobody should be surprised that so and so 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 so. The worst was the the recruits this offseason, though, because everyone has, you know, actually as expected is better. As ex- oh, as I'll, expected. I'm a big as expected as guy. Expected. No, I'm not a no surprise. So guy. is this going to be an as ex- as expected scoop? No, no, oh, wow. I probably won't. Sounds juicy. When do we find out? Uh, maybe not, not ever. 
Wow, no better time what, than the never. What a jerk. <laughs> Robert says, I agree with TJ 100%. Every time I see preseason starting lineups, I always think to myself, are we sure Toppin isn't going to be the starting three or four? Because I foresee him starting really no matter what. I, Robert, actually could see him not starting, and it'd be like, to, you know, Cal motivating, blah, blah, blah. It's not till like December that he actually is starting because well, he's just too good. And they might, he might, he might be better off the bench. I know some players are like that. It's good to have a nice spark plug mm-hmm. uh, kind of deal. So that could be the case as well. Yeah, and uh, if Brooks somehow doesn't come back, although I'm just assuming he is back, that's going to be my my safe assumption. Then Toppin, I do think, probably starts at that point, and that's a fun lineup. I'm curious to see how it would unfold. I just wish we could see some practices. Damn it, Terry, did you just now talk me into Wheeler-Cliff Hawkins compare comparison? Hawk was one of my favorite players in Cats history. Oh, seriously. Of a certain age, Hawkins was just the best. Because he, he wasn't a floor slapper, but he played like a floor slapper who was not a snotty little Duke turd. I was talking to Rozzy Karen, who he does some AU in Houston, and he was uh, Quentin Grimes' like right-hand man. So whenever I talked to Quentin Grimes' recruitment, who's he's at Houston and playing well and all that. I don't know. I think he's going pro, but not sure exactly where he's. Anyways, but he's from Houston, so he's familiar with Wheeler. And he told me that uh, he's going to break the single-season assist record, and I bet he's an All-American for Kentucky. And he said, at a minimum, though, he will be the fan favorite after the first week of games. Okay. So... Get I excited hope, about I Wheeler. That, I hope that's the case. I'm trying. To, I do I'm think doing the, I'm doing the quarterback thing with him, where I'm trying to pump pump some breaks though. Just single season I'd, I'd assist r- record, all American. I, you know that's that's incredibly lofty. But I don't doubt that he becomes a fan favorite. One, people are naturally inclined to love point guards. Two, he's going to be a player that a lot of people are just going to appreciate seeing him play. Uh, so he's going to try really hard. So people are going to like that. Uh, the Cliff Hawkins comparison, don't quote me on that. I'm just saying this team reminds me of some tubby teams. But um, Wheeler's going to be a good player. Uh, to be brutally honest, what has Mingione ever done as a head coach for Kentucky? The only time he did anything remotely successful was when it was with Henderson's former players. All he does is recruit Juco guys and clearly isn't getting the cream of the crop. Plus, no offense to the guy, but he's a complete uh, fruit ball. Okay, he just ain't it. If we have another bad year, I think they mean maybe like a cornball would be a better. Yeah, yeah, that's probably a better. Because uh, yeah, he is kind of corny. Uh, if we have another bad year, he a hundred percent should be canned. Uh, so if I, I was Mitch Barnhart, I would move on after this season. But clearly, that ain't happening because you don't extend people that you move on from. So I think I mean, he's getting one more. But that's it's, it's also be kind it. of silly to dismiss. Like, yeah, all he did was take Kentucky farther than they've ever been in the postseason. Yeah, but they. And I know it was with his players, but you could say the same thing about they Tubby went to, and Tino. They went to a Super Regional and were promptly swept by your rival. Like, you know, that is good. Kentucky, I, I would love for UK to get back to Super Regionals. But they've gone they've gone further away. Have they even made the tournament since then? Don't think they have. So, uh, like, I think they made a regional. Did they? Who'd they lose to? I don't know. Uh, maybe they did. Maybe they didn't. But... Because it, it wasn't at it, home. It ain't yeah. going the right way. No, no. I'll, I'll tell you that not. much. No, that's, that's exactly right. Um, but... And, and, like, I think people gloss it over because you don't care about baseball. If you don't, that's fine, but we we should. Are we just perfectly all right with our rival not only being better than us, but substantially better than us? I mean, honestly, they're making, I don't care. They're making, college, they're making the College World Series more than we're making the tournament. That's humiliating. That should not happen. We have more money than them. Be better. We have a better stadium. Be better. Eh, you got to get some booze there for anybody to care about baseball. You do, and that's also Mitch Barnhart being a joke. But – 
people always call me a UK butt slapper, right? I never say anything negative about Kentucky. Baseball program is a joke. It needs to be addressed. And Mitch Barnhart's alcohol policy is just embarrassing. Those two things are true. Is Mizzou this year's Louisville? Mizzou is being hyped up as an under-the-radar team to watch, much like Scott's thoughts were last offseason. I don't see it. They lost a lot of town, including one of the best running backs in school history. Am I missing something, or is it something with the App State coaches? It does it seem is. like they, something with the App State they, they coaches. Know how to, they know how to massage the media, metaphorically speaking, of course. But, hey, they're media darlings. I hope Missouri's overhyped. Cats got to win that game. I, my my sales will be so deflated if they lose that second game. You don't deflate sales. You put wind in them. No, I know, but the wind will go out of them, and then it'll just be a deflated sale. We'll be in the doldrums. <laughs> I love the word doldrums. Should we take this next one? Uh, <laughs> the, the fake account is reporting Aaron Rodgers is leaning towards Man, retirement. You, you try to get us to. What do you think this is? The hyperbole? Yeah. We're not falling Did for you that. guys address the bear video earlier? Sorry, just tuned in about 10 minutes ago. Still I saw haven't the, seen the bear No, video. they sent it in the text line. I watched. It was just a bear in a car. Huh. And people were Pretty cussing lame. and stuff. Yeah, I mean, the bear wasn't, like, ripping or tearing anything. So Good. just an average bear video, but pretty wild that still happens, you know. But bear videos are much wilder if you personally experience them. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah. yeah. Bears bear. are huge. They're yeah. enormous. So you don't want cheese on your Philly cheesesteak. What a weirdo. That's true. <laughs> I am more inclined to have a chicken Philly. Um, but I will get. But cheese you won't on put that. cheese, I'll cheese on cheese chicken. On, I'll get cheese on that. But you won't put cheese on chicken. That, that really just goes against everything I just said, huh? Yeah, it really does. My gosh. So I'm what a, do you got to say for yourself? I'm a complicated guy. Is what I got to say for myself. <laughs> hey, to be fair, no Justin, wonder I'm single. I don't to be put fair, to be cheese fair, cheese on all of my chicken sandwiches, like a Chick Fil A or whatever. Yeah, Chick Fil A. Unless I get like a deluxe, breaded, spicy deluxe, breaded chicken, no cheese. Grilled chicken cheese. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what normal people do. And if you don't do it, you're a freak weirdo. (laughs) Well, that's what I do. So I'm not a freak weirdo. No, no. I'm saying I'm just talking to the audience, Justin. You know, we're talking, people are listening. Yeah. Well, I just want them to know. Okay. (laughs) Justin is not a freak weirdo. (laughs) Although, is he? If you've heard some of these Patreons, we should do a little like 15 minute one today. Roush, you don't pump the brakes on the QB talk. You literally said he'd be the best in the SEC. Oh, that was. How do you tell that texture to suck it? Suck it. <laughs> all right, we're out of time. Thanks for all the texts into the show. Uh, oh, fun show. Good stuff. We'll have Orlando and Tigua on tomorrow. Woo-hoo. So join us then. This is Kentucky Roll Call on oh, Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Kalen. We'll see you on Wednesday.